You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Little little under the weather again. This is now what the second time in in three weeks that uh, Andrew, you're always the picture of health. Kind of hurting. You're always the picture of health. You're always using new tinctures yep. and everything. Why? Why are you sick? Uh, as best I can tell, I uh, I picked up uh, a little something when we went out on Saturday night, and uh, you did pick up. Uh, you definitely a, picked a fucking a, a <laughs> barn burner. We, I think we, uh, we both caught a little case of the brown bottle flu. Yeah. Oh man. How was your drive back on Sunday? That must've been brutal. Really? No, it was, you know what? I, uh, I rallied. I stopped a quick check, got a little sandwich, nothing too big. Nothing crazy. I was dying. It was, (laughs) it was among my worst hangovers, but it it actually didn't get bad until you left. Then it like really set in. Um, (laughs) like I... I watched the siege and I ordered bad Chinese food, which then like made me sick. And then that was like, then I was like food sick on no. top of hungover. Man, Ugh. that was a, that was a okay. bad one. Well, let's tell everybody what happened. We, uh, I went down to visit Andrew. Yeah. Uh, on the weekend, it was awesome. We did some green screen stuff, which you'll see pretty soon. Maybe I don't know. There's uh, there is some major technical issues with what we recorded, so uh, <laughs> you may see it or see parts of it, or you may just yeah. have to suffer through some real bad noise. But uh, yeah. yeah, there's the, the that day after you left, I got this all set up. I threw it all together. I synced it up. I pressed play, and three minutes in, I was like, I cannot do this right now like there's oh, no. I, I can't start to wrestle with this fucking nonsense right now and i haven't opened it since <laughs> oh no oh my god is it really that bad it could be totally unusable we'll find out but if it's not oh unusable, god. then we'll have a new talk over for uh, for the patrons yes of course well the, it's just really funny to do these fucking terrible movies and <laughs> like that's behind us the yeah, green screen the green great. screen is a lot of fun we'll have to Love. uh we'll have we, to figure out what uh, what we can do better next time well, you know, we were. I think that uh, we bring our fans along with us when uh, for our both our high highs and our low lows. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, I mean, it's you know, you're either you're either you either get it or you don't. You're with us or you're against us. I so. feel like a lot of people are against us, but uh, that could just be me. <laughs> no, um, no, but yeah. So we uh, we did some green screen shit, which was uh, fun, if not fruitful. Very fun. 
And uh, I think it was fruitful just to learn. I, it's odd seeing myself talking and how, like, when I'm in the zone, I'm like, that my head doesn't move. <laughs> and I'm not like, when I, because I don't know, it's very odd. I have to be a little bit more animated, I think, if we're going to do some sort of David Tell nonsense. But um, I think it was cool. It was fun. And then we decided to go out. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, I mean, this was probably my fault because I was like, kind of, yeah, it's just, I know we could go to CHR, but it's kind of far away. I'm kind of tired. Maybe mm-hmm. we would just keep it local. And then my, uh, my machinations really, they fucking, they came back and got me. <laughs> well, we hadn't done that in a long time. That's true. And, but we went bar hopping. We went to uh, someplace, which was really good. Uh, Marcos. And Marcos. Uh, I don't know if you wanted me to say the name. That's nah, fine. You can give people. First, we went to a date spot, which was weird. Um, we did, and had a date. Yep. We had a mandate. Yeah, uh, brought you to a spot that like I'd bring a woman I was trying to sleep nah. with. Um, well, but you know, you were I... you were receptive to it. <laughs> it was great. It was very. Uh, we had a mandate. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some pizza and some beer. Then we went to Marco's, which had the best jukebox and the Marcos hot. has a really good jukebox, yeah. Really good. What the fuck is this? Oh my god, what is happening? What is happening right now? Is that hold in on. your room? Yeah, hold on. Every second. Oh, man. <laughs> what could they be saying right now? Oh, sorry, dude. I was, I really got to sand these shelves. Oh, I, I rented this from Home Depot. It's got to be back by seven. I really got to. I just gotta get down to it, man. I gotta fucking get the lacquer off these floors if I'm gonna get my, uh, my deposit back. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What? What in the name of God was that? Uh, shop vacuuming the sink. Uh, Shop vacuuming the sink, sure. Why wouldn't you? Really good. Um, should we start over? No, nah, fuck it. Let's keep it in there. We <laughs> <laughs> okay. were just laughing the whole time. A decent portion of it, yes. Great. Mm, all right. <laughs> anyway, um, so we went out and it was wonderful. And my God, right? You saw me. I did you turned my on the. You turned on that Casanova shit. It was. Uh, mm. It was impressive. Well, I love the one moment that you were like. Go talk to her. And I said, okay. And immediately talked to the woman next to me who happened to be the bartender who we kn- knew from earlier. And she was like. Uh, you're, oh. you're you're jumping all over this, spot, But yes, correct. That is. Yes. Uh, yeah. well, well, the first one we saw. And then, okay. So the first, when we went there, the first time a woman sat next to me, she was with her friends and she started touching my head and like messing my hair up yeah. and saying that I had a beautiful fade, which was wonderful. This is, um. Very, it's a very drunk woman. 
<laughs> she was <laughs> like call us what it is. It was, uh, my favorite yeah. part was uh, I put my um, I put a, a bunch of songs on when I went oh, to the I bathroom and I came back and I was like Madonna came on and she said oh I love this oh my god and I said yeah this is me like I put the song on and she's like that's not you <laughs> like it was my song <laughs> yes I'm aware I am not Madonna <laughs> I wish I was Madonna but no. So um, and then uh, we left. Went some. Went to some other place. I think I went to a Kava, the Kava place. I went to the Kava place, uh, which that was, was that was weird. Oh my god! You ever want a glimpse into um, where I guess the woke to a go? dying culture, a culture right? This fucking circling the drain, right? That's where the woke go. That's where the woke go to the the elite, the um, elite woke, the elite woke peak woke go to meet. And uh, scam on each other while sober, because I—it's funny because when you're at a sober bar, people are still doing the same shitty, scammy bar stuff that people do to each other at bars. Only sober. Sign me up. Really stuck with me. (laughs) Why would you have a sober bar, but then also make it so bright? What are you doing? Yeah, like you could see like everyone's fucking bad like rib cage tattoo and armpit hair and whatnot like oh, yeah. you got to turn those oh. lights down man like there's, there was a, there's uh, a reason bars are fucking dark there was definitely a scent in there and yes I'm not gonna there lie. was a scent in there the yeah, scent of I'm, like the adidas that have been over by your front door for a long time <laughs> you don't know whose they are but you don't want to throw them out <laughs> precisely this the scent of casual clothing Soaked in sweat. Mm, yeah. Not so great. Oh, the, man, imagine that place in the summer. Dear God. Oh, I want to. Oh, those sweaty Brooklyn nights, Andrew. I wow. would, uh, I'd say oh. we'd go back, but I find no reason to be hopeful that that place will be open in the summer. I love. I loved the um, my naivete of I was just sipping my kava, and I looked down at you, I just chugged yeah, it. I got that it. Was the Chug best. and go. <laughs> well, it was a very fun time, Andrew, and I thank you for uh, housing me. For yeah, was that right? Not bad. We had a good time. We were going to record another episode, and we did not. Tried. Um, um, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know what I found out, too? I will tell you something that will make your head pop. You know what the problem was? What's that? The USB uh, cable. No, I used two different ones. That can't be it. No, it was the sky blue USB cable yeah, from I, I, Focusrite. I used the other one the night before, though, and we did the same oh, thing. Oh, nope. okay, because I plugged it in, and I used it, and it was making all kinds of jippy, jippy, jippy noises. Now, your, uh, your USB cable, I don't know if it's safe, but it's uh, it's not to blame yeah. for this one. Yeah, well, it's, I tossed it anyway. I tossed it out of the house with the garbage. You should just put, put it, it in the, the sink. <laughs> I should have shot the cable in the sink. God damn it. But how are you anyway, though? How are you feeling? You I'm better? good. I, yeah, I'm better. Sunday was um, was a day <laughs> of pain. It was the pain it was cave. A trial by fire. Yes. Um, I honestly don't know what I did Sunday night. Like it was one of those days after you left. I basically just got into bed and stayed there. Mm, I um, but I must have done some thing of note, even if it was just watch TV. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, uh, no real, no real recollection <laughs> for uh, for Sunday. <laughs> But well, now we're I'm, doing it all again this weekend, pal. Yeah, I'm I'm back and I'm good, but I realized I I committed the ultimate uh, folly right before we recorded. I texted my mother and she has just been going like machine gun style, hitting me back. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, she loves to, loves to talk, loves to text. So I'm getting wow. Really? My mother does not love to text. My mother is good at texting, which is good for an older woman. She's really good at texting, but she doesn't. 
I think it's very cute. My mother's very into. I posted the Mark Hollis from Talk Talk died. Oh yeah, and I don't care. I shit on people for posting RIPs, but I was sad, so I posted an RIP. I don't care, and uh, that's fine. Totally fine. And you can make fun of me, and I I should make a fake YouTube video, like very tearful, because nobody else made any YouTube videos. I looked. Is believe that me. right? Wow, interesting. Yeah, nobody else made shit. So, uh, Mark Hollis, you might have had your brilliance and your genius career. However. Fucking nobody made an RIP video of you. Therefore, your career is fucking meaningless. Okay, you're not. You're not fucking famous. No, look, hey, you're not famous and you're not heralded until Ryan Van Wyck makes an RIP video of you. That's true. And I tweeted at him, pleading with him to make one last night. Believe me, and he didn't. Wow, ignore it. He no was best known for wearing dark sunglasses because of his uh, fear of crowds. He was a singer, and he died of a very uh, he died of a quick illness. That's what they said <laughs> in the paper. He died of a quick illness, which what could mean anything? Could you go? Yeah, quick you illness. Choked, I don't know. Maybe he choked on some food. It's considered a quick illness, right? Uh, is that an illness? I don't think that is uh, an uh, ailment. Quick ailment. Yeah, it's fucking uh, quick. Oh shit! Uh, quick no? drug-induced <laughs> ailment. Probably, I would say um, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe something like that has something to do with it. When people die quickly, especially in 2019, you have to wonder if the poppy was involved. Mm, yeah, that's true. You know, some kind of habit. Maybe he, I want to believe that he had alcoholism, which was the disease, and then he fell out of the back of a pickup truck. Oh wow! <laughs> he just assumed the gate was open and it wasn't. Right. And somebody, wow, damn. He's like, it's my fucking life, bro, and he's like. Boom. And he crashed through the gate. He was one of those guys who crashes through the gate before it opens. Mm. You see it opening, but you're like, meh. Chips used to do that all the time, where the gate would already be opening, and the guy would be there trying to open the gate for them, and they just crash through it. It's really annoying. It's like really shitty to whoever's working that gate. It's also it's just, you know, it's a, it's a cheap shot. You know, if you're a cinematographer, it's cheap. Come on. <laughs> if you're a cinematographer, that's a cheap shot. You can that's do better shit. than that. So you want to go home early. You're like, all right. right we'll just Rick. do the crash with the gate thing. Like, again? Yes. Rick Rosner from Chips. Motherfucking like, Punch like, has been fucking <laughs> crashing through this gate every episode for three seasons now. Rick Rosner wants to go home at five. So. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't, I, challenge, I don't know if any other podcasts talk about Rick Rosner. But we do. No, that's what I love. May, 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 we, may a long way we run. He'll, say he'll, still, he'll always have a place here. You always have a place here. Um, I had the second day of my new job today. Oh, shit. That's right. You know what? Gab asked me, is, oh, so is he starting his new job on Monday? And I was like, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I forgot if I asked or I forgot if you told me. So I was just like, I don't know. I have to go to bed. Uh, I, uh, I started. <clears throat> I, nice. I did tell you. It was good. It was, um, it is suspiciously easy. Okay. Which yeah. always puts up the alarm bells. It is like not as advertised. It's easier than that, which makes me think, oh boy, <laughs> I'm definitely taking over for somebody who who's like leaving, who like left today, and their job. Matter and of I was time until like, they realize they don't need that person at all. Yes, that's it. That's exactly it. And the job is like, I was like, was that it? She's like, yeah, that's what I do all day. And I said, wow, okay, okay. <laughs> I I uh, I route, uh, I I route um, like somebody's like computer breaks and they sit put in the ticket and then i route the ticket to somebody else hmm. all right that's it okay that does sound like something a computer could do 
And one time, yeah, and one time there were five tickets. And she's like, oh, it's a ton of tickets. And it was five. And it was like, I was like, can I do it? And she's like, I picked it up really quickly. She's like, wow, you picked it up really quickly. I was like, well, yeah, I just kind of made a workflow. Did that way. Yeah, I <laughs> but am I part so, cyborg, you know. I am part cyborg, you know. There's more hair down there. You know. Me new drop. <laughs> drop it, creep. Robocop gets a job at some weird IT company. Your move, creep. Okay, Robo, we get it. Yeah, what if like they decommission Robocop, but he's like a living thing. They can't just put him in that chair and turn him off, so he's got to go out and get a job. God. He has to like go figure what it if, out. What if every time Robocop told a lie, oh my God. he had a fucking big heart on him? Oh, my God. Okay, so we talked about people going on a first bad date with Pinocchio last week. Let's talk about going on a first bad date with RoboCop this week. We're really going to become slaves to form on this. No, that's fine. (laughs) It won't be as good. Uh, She goes out with RoboCop and he can't sit down. And makes everybody feel really awkward. And he doesn't really, he talks in like very short, stilted sentences, but he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Wow. It's very it's festive of him. That's why. You're like, you have such nice lips. But so he can't sit down. It's like he doesn't no, he fit can't. in the booth. Have you, unless he's in the car, have you ever seen him sit down? Well, he's he's got that one throne that they charge throne. him in. It's like his fucking his yeah, USB but, charger. Yeah, but everything's measured. He's not going to go to Shoney's and sit in a booth. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's, he's at, break a he's chair. At, right. He doesn't want to go to Wiggles, you know, <laughs> the, the place, you know, the, the pizza place where you drop your kids off. That, that's where she where she chose to go on a date, which is really Jesus. fucking weird. And she's like, oh, come to Wiggles. It'll be fun. It'll be ironic and weird. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Directive 4 prevents me from going entering Wiggles. It's not OCP property. She's like, what? And then, well, everybody's grown up since RoboCop, right? Clarence Boddicker lived. Wow. And, yeah, he and he has children. That. Well, he lived. Yeah, he definitely lived. And which is weird because he definitely died hard, uh, not in Die Hard, but in the movie, in RoboCop. And but he lived. He he was like people. A chopper came by and and helped him. <laughs> chopper came by and helped him. He, and I don't even remember good. him dying in RoboCop. What's he he got? Uh, I think he got a big like spike through his eye or something. Oh yeah know. yeah okay that's right yeah. yes yes and um. So, but he lived. He, he just has an eye patch on. He's wow. fine now. But his young children. And uh, Clarence Boddicker thought he was home free. Just turned his I mean, life around. Sub- yeah, he's in Auburn. They're on the Auburn Hills Wiggles. It's a suburb of Detroit. And <laughs> Ron Artest is there too, which is really weird. And um, Right. <laughs> Ron Artest, your move, creep. Just kidding. Ho, ho, ho. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, they're like doing the basketball thing. Like the basketball game, who can shoot the most hip hoops in twenty seconds? He'd be so annoyed, like right. Fucking, it would be. It's like the worst. Like a, you're a cop, beat it, and b, you're like you're bothering me at Wiggles with my kids, beat it. Like what are yeah, you doing? And it's, and, but it's run our tests, and uh, Clarence Boddicker spies Robocop from the corner of his eye, and he's like, "We're gotta go," and uh, well, he's like, "Bitches, we gotta leave." <laughs> 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 Bitches, we gotta leave. And it looks it's like it's his wife and his two daughters. Bitches, we gotta leave. Damn. Yeah, he's like, oh, and the girls start crying. He's like, don't call them bitches again. You now you can't talk, teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah, so no, he's it's still just, a total it's just, degenerate. It's just habit at this point. And then, then his new directive, Directive Five, 
where he has to find and kill Clarence Boddicker as his last official act as an OCP officer. And he runs out to the parking lot and kills Clarence Boddicker in front of his family. His family. Oh, damn. That fucking but, machine pistol. But the girl he's with, who he met on, he met on Bumble, is really, really with it. She's like, I love a man who can kill. There's a problem <laughs> with this whole scenario, though. Robocop has no cock. Like he's he's fucking. Mm. He's like you know they. Uh, I was reading a book where they were. Uh, where they were describing <laughs> trying to fuck Robocop. I was reading an adult novel about trying to fuck <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it was an adult urban fiction novel. It was wild. Um, but uh, no, I was reading a thing about the uh, like this the slave trade in the uh, you know like the eight hundreds and the fucking Middle Ages and whatnot. And how uh, when they would fucking castrate different races, they'd be like, oh, it's interesting. This race responds this way to castration. Where is this one? Do-? I mean, real moral of the story is if anyone thinks they're going back in history and getting off scot-free on, uh, on not doing bad shit to people, you're not. <laughs> yeah, everyone was fucking foul to each other for most of human history. Okay, um, fine. But that's part of RoboCop's deal is they fucking... They take away the fucking Johnson. They take away the member, and then Johnson. he's just, he's he's just focused on OCP material. That's it. He becomes like a really good office worker. Yeah. So oh, I, I, I don't know what he's gonna do with this woman. He's gonna like violently finger her with his fucking metal finger. Like it doesn't Wait, sound so great. If RoboCop is really into his work, then he, is he the kind of guy who wears his work polo shirt out? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a size fucking God. quadruple XL polo shirt. OZP polo shirt. He's like, <laughs> and yeah, khakis, khakis and uh, khakis and black Nikes mm-hmm. with white, white swooshes. He's like, yeah, I'm just showing everybody where I work. He's dancing a little bit. He's though. walking around he's dressed like, like Dirty John. Just like, oh, hey, what's going on? Like fucking cargo shorts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Robocop and cargo shorts is great. But how can he access his gun? It's, it's a really good question. So because Robocop's wearing cargo shorts, but he has Fuck. a special. <laughs> that's a really good like. That's a, that's a good question to put out to the ether. Like Robocop and, and the whole question is Robocop and cargo shorts, sure. But how is he to access his weapon? Would Robocop wear pants like this or like this? <laughs> I saw at work. Uh, I saw somebody wearing cargo khakis Ooh, wow that's ah, the sartorial choices whereas I I used to work with men who would wear blue dickies and, and, and a work shirt and, and work boots I mean that's what you're supposed to wear at a chemical factory though right and that, they looked fine they looked like they were on a Bruce Springsteen song but they were fine and all the women I worked with wore Walmart clothes stretchy stretchy clothes also sounds right and but the, the I'm working with the, the IT crowd now and wow Wowie zowie. There's all kinds of, uh, like, video game shirts. And there's a shirt that says, I drink. A guy was wearing a shirt today that said, I drink and I know things. And he turned around and it was a Game of Thrones shirt. I think (laughs) that... I, I know we got a lot of people listen to us who are really on this, like, fuck authority vibe. And I'm like, I'm, I'm with that. You know, me too, man. Mm. But uh, maybe offices should have dress codes. Maybe they should have never gotten rid of the draft. Yeah. Well, it's technically still around, I guess. 
In yeah. fact, uh, this week, a judge ruled that it is against the law to not have women sign up for the draft. <laughs> so Perfect. Now yeah. it's just like, oh, fuck. Now what do we do? Um, now, now when you're a girl in high school, you're going to be like, get the phone call. Hey, yeah. this is Sergeant Warner. I'd love to go to I'd love to go to Panera and break bread with you and talk about your future. Yeah. Basically, a federal judge just fucking said equal rights, equal fights, which is uh, a wild thing to get a shrine into law. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I mean, that that's great. One step closer to everybody being in combat, the true American dream. <laughs> Where everybody Thank God. is, everybody's, you know, you're sure of, you know, now you can look at, you know, you're, you're like, you look at, you're like, there's a, there's a man you admire and you're like, I had share a foxhole with him. Sure. But now if there's a woman you're into, you could turn to her and say, I'd share a foxhole with you and I might someday. And it's very possible I might in the water wars. When I, when my AR-15 is running low, I want, I wouldn't want anyone else handing me half magazines to keep the fight going. That's very romantic. Yes. We're on single shot. Don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes. We're being overrun. But you're the one I want to be with, even though everyone's already left. And we don't, we didn't realize it because we're so into the moment. <laughs> I watched a video on your couch of an Iraqi soldier who was so into fighting that he was, she shot all of his bullets at the, at the Americans. And then he turned around and all of his friends got into their makeshift, like armored Bronco and peeled out and left. (laughs) And he kept calling them cowards. And then he got shot and he was wearing a GoPro the whole time. So because of the future, it was conveniently recorded for everyone. I mean, it, I got. I want to criticize him, but I got to be honest. If you send me into a fucking fight, I want to wear a GoPro too. So sure, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when we're in the foxhole with a woman, right? You with Gabri, me with whatever, you know, whoever, <laughs> whoever got um, drafted to be in the foxhole with you. Yeah, it's really. Uh, it's really what dating is like. Because dating is like the draft, selective service. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like, I don't really want to be here, but something's compelling me to be here. I can't leave. Um, they, you know, the recruiter, me, the recruiter had a really good line of bullshit. And now once I showed up, like I told them I wanted to be a photographer and now I'm in a foxhole. It's the same thing with like, well, we'll oh, plenty I of photographers he... in the first airborne division. <laughs> yes, exactly. I signed up. I know my military occupational specialty was going to be a photographer and instead I'm uh, manning the machine gun on a Humvee. And uh, that's kind of like what dating me is like. I thought it was going to be cool and different. And then here I am on a Sunday listening to somebody snore. <laughs> it's not It's not great. Why, why did I do this? Why? Yeah, why? Why? Yeah, why? I, and I'm and she's got the wall spot so she can't crawl over. No, me. no, you forget it. That's because that's, if she crawls over me, then I'll try to I'll be like, ooh. ooh. as the person like, who has the wall spot. I, uh, I I know that pain very well. Right. Like, I'll be like, she'll be like, uh, I'll be like, woo, woo. And she'll be like, woo, woo, woo. Did you ever hear that Ric Flair spot? <laughs> mm, I think. Did you play it for me on Sunday? I did. Uh, yeah, I, I vaguely when remember I watching f- uh, a lot of Ric Flair with you on Sunday trying to hold oh, it, it together. Oh, it was fun. It, trying to hold it together. Oh, because you were very sick. That's right. It was really funny because, um, I mean, I love it. And I think I found I think I think found it for you, Andrew, oh, if you'd like to. Because oh, he talks. My favorite part. You'll be a Richard Simmons lookalike. You'll be a punk. Listen to that. 
morning when I kick five girls out of bed. I go, woo! And they go, woo, woo, woo! Because they know they've been with the world champions. Really good. This I, I have to keep playing because this part is awesome. You're talking money. You're talking notoriety. You're talking women. Kids stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding. My favorite part's coming up. Son of a gun. have kissed all the girls and made them cry. Woo! And I'm telling you. I thought it was the part where he's like, Rolex watches. Yes. <laughs> My favorite part. I can't get over Ric Flair's promo. Yeah, he's 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 magnetic. What can you say? He's my God. He's the world champion. He's the world champion. Rick, you're looking at the world champion. So yeah, oh, we didn't finish the RoboCop story. Um, so so she runs out to the parking lot. And she's like, oh, Robo, and he's like, he turns to her and he's like, I feel bad. And she's like, why? And he's like, I have something to tell you. Meanwhile, Clarence Boddicker's dead bleeding dead finally very finally dead i have something to tell you well what is it robo i mean i love you they've only known they only met each other they met at wiggles like they're like oh i'll meet you at wiggles and they like only know each other for it's an amazing hour. what f- a, a fucking intense act of violence will do to bring people together right with the same gun with the same bullets i'm surprised it's still fired because it was underwater and everything and he got shot and got knocked out of his hand it's crazy crazy how how he just got got it all back together but he's like i have something to tell you and it might change the course of our relationship and she's like oh relationship i love you i love i love you she says she's all into it really into it and he's like well you know my past story i'm sure you've read the papers and watched the news and she's like i don't care about them and she he's like i don't either but also i don't have a cock you know what occurs to me, though? What? There is one part of RoboCop that's still organic. This Oh. Oh. The, the lips. So, and I, don't may, have... I, I don't know what his, mm. his like, jaw muscle situation is, but he might be able to really uh, mm. fucking go forth and boogie. It's like them, that, the movie Born on the Fourth of July, yes. when Tom Cruise goes to the VA hospital, and his weird friends mm-hmm. say, if you don't got it in the hips, you better she, have it in the lips. does not have it in the hips. No. Unless you're referring well, like, to his firearm, in which case he does legitimately yeah. have it in his hip. So she's like, well, that's o- that's okay, but there is one part of you that is still flesh and bone and man. And he's like, what part is that? Because he, he doesn't realize. And then he has, she has to, they have a night of instruction. Wow. Where she teaches him how to love again and how to give head like a man does. Damn. And by the by the time the sun's coming up, the, the roosters are crowing, so is she. I like the na- the neighbors are used to waking up by the rooster's call, but that morning they woke up by her call. Her screams, her moans of surprise. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I haven't said moans of surprise in like two years. Yeah, I'm very good, proud of myself. <laughs> her her uh her varied breaths. <laughs> Can I make this any less sexy? I, this is like, yeah, this is uh, this is wild. <laughs> nah, I just thought I'd bring you there, man. 
I uh, it's it's in my mind. It's a montage with the music from that fucking movie we uh, we watched. And I can't get out of my head now that uh, now that we watched oh it God. ten times. That movie she was fucking great. She knows what to do with her body, body and her mind. My God, it was really really good, and it was so good. I don't remember the name of it. Stripped Stalkings. to kill. It's called Strip to Kill. And my God, honestly, you know what? I mean, we may as well talk about it because. I don't know if our talkover is going to come out. I hope it is, uh, but you should watch it anyway. It's on uh, it's on Amazon Prime right now, and it is it, like aggressively stupid. It is. It is so. Um, like, imagine if you never filmed a movie before, but you just. But you also you had no sense. We never also never watched a movie before, but somebody gave you money and said, "Do a movie." Yeah, it's it's no continuity. It is close to like. Miami connection in like whoa uh, th- that was a strange right. choice right there um, yeah really uh, really good really good really bad yeah it's super like and then it took us how long to find that fucking movie too oh oh my god <laughs> Jesus <laughs> like hours we had to find it right and then we found it it's like you know like you get a treasure map and you finally find the treasure and it's just a bunch of old porn mags like page 17 of fucking google results it's crazy but we found it i found it thank you, you very did. much uh, after much furious googling which i'm no stranger to and i thought it was good i just thought it was like the acting and it featured uh, the guy uh, greg evigan from bj and the bear mm-hmm. and it featured breasts a lot did it? a lot of breasts yeah and um, God, it was good. But the whole time, I kept thinking that the movie, the t- song "Cat Alley" by Tom Byron was in it, because <laughs> that song's also in my fucking stuck in my head forever. Oh, that's and, a really uh, good one. Cat Alley, I should play it. Yeah, I should play you should. It for, we gotta uh, put that up on uh, on the YouTube or some shit. <laughs> I, I did. I put it up on the. It's up on the YouTube right now. Overnight Drive uh, on YouTube, and um, uh, Tom Byron's brief foray into music song called cat alley which is a, a bit of i'd say pretty fragile power pop but not fragile in like like a raspberries ballad it's more fragile like this song might like teeter over and break at any point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not put together very well um but it's a lot of intensity for the young man and uh i wrote him because i'm facebook friends with Tom Byron, of course and uh he did not write me back and he probably didn't appreciate it at all it's real so. fucking drag, man. Just yeah, see if you can like, buy well, that song. Oh my god! Right, I tried to. We tried to do our failed attempt uh, at a second talk over with the green screen because we had audio. We had audio problems. We couldn't figure it out. <sighs> yeah, uh, it was, uh, that was Chippendale's a fucking drag. That really, yeah, that was, I, I didn't feel bad. It was okay. I mean, I loved that. Any, I, I, what I did was I thought that anything involved what we did that week, like this past weekend, was progress because we had never done it before. True. And we were finding out, and that's like we're finding out all the ups and downs. And we, we once we figure out a really easy way to do it, audio wise, we'll be totally set. Yep. That's the only drawback. And we can have, I guess, imagine having like a guest sitting there watching the movie. We could. He's <laughs> so good. We I, need a I bigger also green the, screen for that. We'll we'll figure it out. I had the idea of just showing like fucked up things while Sean Duty's just sitting there, <laughs> and like. <laughs> Him not commenting at all. We'll just keep it's like like, footage from Cambodia. <laughs> what I would watching it. Totally my idea. What I would love is we're like, okay, Shandu, we have an experiment. We just need you to sit still for twenty minutes, and then we just we don't tell him what we're showing, and then we just show all this weird shit over him. 
We actually should do it. We should just each come up with a video playlist and just make yeah. Sean Duty sit there with a microphone and just, just run it. What the fuck is this? That's pretty good. Really good. Totally awesome. I also found another video that we can watch, and it features Rowdy Roddy Piper. Very good. Right? And it's uh, right before, I think maybe two years before um, uh, that uh, they live. That, I was going to say that live. That live. <laughs> uh, it's called Hell Comes to Frogtown. I was just about to ask you, fuck, have you ever seen Hell Comes to Frogtown? I watched it last night for the first time. Yo. Holy shit. Yeah, we're, all right. We're, we're, we're definitely doing Hell Comes to Frogtown. That's great. Hell Comes to Frogtown is wonderful. This is actually post They Live by two years, which is scary. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hell Comes to Frogtown was supposed to like be a thing, I think, when they first it was, uh, started it. It's Yeah, I had like a real kind of, I had a lot of like Howard the Ducky type, because there's a lot of puppets really in it. Did. So I had a lot of Howard the Ducky. I remember seeing, uh, I think I might have even seen it in the theater with my dad, because he's like, oh, it's a kid's movie. Jesus but it wasn't. Christ, it is the way not. way he isn't. Um, Rowdy Roddy Piper... Uh, the premise. Well, I don't want to say the premise, but it's not. It gets very not not cool at one point <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> where uh, it abducts the uh, the army abducts him. Then they abduct a woman, and he's supposed to impregnate her yep. against her will because he has such a he's so virile. And uh, she, I think they a extra showed her being into it, and the next morning to erase the fact that she was in much despair while it was happening. And then I, the person I was watching it, I looked to her and I said, "Did does this like? Did we just watch date rape?" And she's like, "I think so." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh God, what a terrible date!" You sat and you watched "Hell Comes to Frogtown" with a woman on a date. Yeah, I did. I did. All right. And I also scored. Interesting. Okay, not bad. I did. After the movie. Well, it was she and she picked it out. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, she picked it out. Then that's that's that. Um, I've never seen it before, and she's like, "I think she's like, I think I know what you like." And I said, "Yeah, right." Uh, like, fuck, like, marry this woman. You finally found someone who I knows know. what you like. That's wild. Not only that, we'll sit through a terrible movie for two hours, right? But um, no, no. And then uh, then we got in a bad fight. Ah. Oh. No, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> crestfallen. Oh, I it's like a tennis match. I am Hell Comes to Frogtown right now in yes. preparation for our uh, our talk over of it. I'm, I'm coming down next weekend. You're coming down you're next gonna see weekend. Me, okay. You're, you're seeing me a lot, pal. Okay, because I love the city. I love the nightlife in the city. I love seeing girls. I tell you what, that fucking night, I, I, I felt the power of confidence in a world of nerf. All right. I was right there. That woman I talked to, oh, she was cool, and she gave me her Instagram handle on a piece of paper. God damn! And I looked her up and I added her, and I haven't talked to her yet. I'm letting it marinate. Yeah, you gotta let it sit for a while. Uh, I'm thinking I'm gonna let it sit to the point where she doesn't remember who I am. I'm oh, very good. It's a solid strategy. <laughs> Should be about so seventy-two I, hours, and that'll that'll take care of it. Well, what I really want to do, Andrew, <clears throat> is. Get into a relationship with a woman who lives there, and any type of financial, very tiny financial gains I may have made in the past couple of years will be erased when good. I decide to move there. Okay, very good. I will live with her rent-free in exchange for cooking, cleaning, lovemaking, and uh, 
leaving in a huff when she wants to hang out with her friends and storming, stomping, uh, we live in a basement apartment, stomping up the stairs. I mean, listeners, any takers on this, uh, this sweet ass deal being proposed here? Oh, it's a sweet ass deal. If you've seen me lately, you know, looking good, feeling good. Most I've ever weighed in my life. <laughs> uh, but not, but don't want to kill myself in the least. So, I mean, nice. uh, you know, you take the good, you take the bad, and uh, you just, you know, kind of shoot for the middle. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I don't know this person at all, and I don't expect them to like me, but I love that I was able to do it. And I realized that around here in Albany, right? I don't, it's not that I don't have the guts, I just don't have the interest. Because people around here are very boring. Also, like I was, I was thinking about this a few days ago. When you do shit like that in Albany, it like, like you never get to like not have done it. You know what I mean? Like it's always a thing that right. follows you around because no one ever sure. leaves. Oh my god! It's like the same forty-four oh. people who were like, "Oh, did I tell you? Oh, so and so hit on me. It yeah. was weird." No, yeah, that's so, actually exactly. why when a new woman comes to Albany. It's well, like it, it's like ringer. a fucking brigade. It just really is. To fucking and like kick the door in just to like get attention. It's wild. Oh, I w- I witnessed it for firsthand. This is a friend of mine who is uh, rather new to Albany. I have no interest in her. Imagine that, right? I have no interest in her. But she has a um, uh, she showed me her phone, and it's nothing but men yeah. saying, "Hey, there hey, 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 ding, hey, 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 ding, hey, ding, hey, hey, ding, hey, ding, hey, ding, but the Green Screen I thought was a big success, and I loved the fact that we're doing more cool stuff like that. So be on the lookout for fun, uh, original content from your boys as we uh, tumble our way toward episode 300. No reason to live or die. Yeah, so what are we, we are. at, 211 now? Yeah, we're just like flying. We'll be at 300 in like six weeks. It'll be great. That'll be awesome. What if, really we were, <laughs> what if we fucking release like 80 episodes in a week? Well, funny you say that because I, um, you don't even know about this, oh, <laughs> but I had an idea. <laughs> Actually, I should probably tell you about this before. Uh, yeah. Oh man. All right. <laughs> it's nothing bad. No, I'll, I'll tell you after. No, no, it's really nothing bad at all. It's actually something I think is, uh, uh, it's high time that we do this, but I'll, I'll talk to you after and then I'll make the announcement if you're in agreement. Okay, sounds um, great. <laughs> uh, we've been going for about 40 minutes. Would you like me to read some listener-supported misconnections? Yes. I Yo, the fucking people who are on the Discord. Hey, if you haven't signed Love up for the them. Discord, what are you doing? Why Why do you Love lead y'all. your life like this? Uh, people who have, yo, funny as fuck. I'm actually, I'm being, I've been a very bad uh, Discord server haver. I haven't been on it much lately. I've been... Uh, I forced myself, because I knew I was going up to Albany this weekend, I have forced myself to working, like, 14-hour days for the remainder of this week to earn myself enough free time to go up there and feel like I'm not, uh, like I'm not leaving shit behind. So, unfortunately, I've been on the Discord, but, yo, you guys are killing it, have at it, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get on there eventually. Are you Sure. Am I sure? Maybe, are, you, are you feeling, are you going to uh, overextend yourself? Maybe. That's usually my MO, so yeah, you know. <laughs> if, do you hear okay. this sound in the background as I talk? It's called, uh, it's called straight heat. That is me just like loading and unloading a magazine 
just from like nerves. I just need something to like tinker with. And oh I grabbed, God, I've got a magazine full of snap caps here that I'm just legitimately just loading, unloading, loading, unloading like a psychopath. Um, Andrew. So, yeah, I don't know. Fucking diagnose me how you will. That's how Terry from Chicago died. I don't know who Terry from Chicago is. I, don't, I doubt a snap cap killed him, though. Terry Kath from the band Chicago. He was playing with his gun and he shot himself in the belly at a party and everyone was so drunk they couldn't take him to the hospital. What a stupid died. asshole. Why would you A why would you bring your gun to a party and B why it's not a it's not a toy, Terry? Cuz he cuz his excuse, which is great, he always carried a weapon because he was very important. <laughs> he thought that they were so famous that they needed to have hot steel and not well, through bodyguards just like you know Steve, what, I, I, I would, uh, I'd make more fun of that, but, like, who the fuck would ever care about Dimebag Daryl, except for the one dude who decided it was fucking God's <laughs> will that he walk up and shoot him in the brain, so I don't know. Yes, at the Al Rosa Villa in Columbus, Ohio in 2003. You know what I was thinking about? We were talking about um, Aerosmith Revolution X. God, um, yes. Which is the Aerosmith uh, first-person shooter video game. Uh it never occurred to me at the time because it was like 1994 and these things didn't happen then. That first stage is you basically breaking into an Aerosmith concert. Yes. I, I Apparently to kill them. Like there's a point where right. you're in the bathroom and you shoot open a stall and Joey Kramer is in there. Fucking one, I, I, one of those assholes. And you shoot him. <laughs> Brad, Brad Woodford. Brad Woodford, yeah. It's one of the, he's at the urinal. He turns around like, what? And you blow him away. Um, so yeah, interesting that that game was basically, uh, or at least that first stage was Dimebag Daryl fucking shooting the video game. Anyway, no, no, no. uh, let's do some no. misconnections. No, I need, now I need to read the premise. Oh, no, of, yeah, no, um, I, I, I knew I'd send you off on one there. Andrew, <clears throat> I'm going to read this, uh, real voiceover style <clears throat> and a dystopian version of 1996. 96 that came out? Are you serious? Yes. God damn. An alliance of corrupt government and corporate military forces have taken control of the world in the guise of the New Order Nation or non. <laughs> like, like, like the food, non. The non. <laughs> New awesome army nation, non. Cheese non. The non with their vampish commander, headmistress Helga. At, oh, sure. Have to... Have declared war on youth culture, anyone aged from 13 to 30. We're safe. And have banned all forms of music, television, magazines, and video games. The player travels to Club X in Los Angeles to see Aerosmith perform. Yeah, we gotta play Aerosmith. Did they play, did they give me a live version, really? Oh. Wait, let's, we gotta redo this with some Aerosmith music. Alright, you, 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 you pick one, that's, uh, that botched. Cheney's got a gun. The way it starts in I'm not I'm not saying another word until I hear some Janie's got a gun. Oh fuck, I'm doing it. Alright, hang on. Uh. It's, okay. it's alright. It's something we don't have to. I just wanna I mean I'm sure a lot of people out there wanna know what happens to the guys from Aerosmith. Ah ah the New Order Nation, with their vampish commander headmistress Helga, have declared war on youth culture. And Janie. Janie. Which is probably, Janie is, is the only person who can fucking save us. A, a young girl named Janie has the, owns the only gun <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> I'm, re I'm really using some creative license here. Wow. Owns the only gun on Earth. 
They have banned all forms of music, television, magazines, and video games, which includes porno and guns. Wow. The player, you, travels to Club Janie. X in Los Angeles to see Janie, with, <laughs> with Janie, to see Aerosmith perform live. But the band is captured by non-troops and hustled off the stage in the middle of their show. After escaping from the club, the player steals a helicopter and flies across the country to find them. <laughs> sure. One of those cross-continental <laughs> yeah. helicopters I've read so much about. Yes. To find the band's car. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. To find Joey, I forgot to about find, the car. <laughs> to, find Joey, to find Joey Kramer's Astro Van. From here, the player must destroy three pieces of non, three non-installations, and other parts of the world, then travel to London to defeat Helga and her remaining forces at Wembley Stadium. Afterward, Aerosmith performs a triumphant concert at Wembley Stadium to their millions of screaming fans. I, like- now, first of all... <laughs> Very silty, very thin soup is plot-wise. Uh, for real, um, yes. <laughs> and Wembley Stadium can't, cannot hold a million people. <laughs> the f- Even if they had people on the roof, it couldn't hold a million fucking people. <laughs> so what the fuck? It's like the World Cup. They just have like a distributed number of stadiums all over the place that people are, right. are going to. Like lawn and full seating is like, uh, like 80,000 people. <laughs> like so... That whole thing where like you're supposed to rescue Aerosmith is not apparent when your only interaction with things you see on screen is to shoot them because you just shoot Aerosmith. That's just all that happens. Yeah. Well, you're. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what Janie did. I do like the part in uh, you get to a certain stage and a TV turns on it. Steven Steven Tyler is like, "Hey, baby, you need to get our car," and then. He throws keys, but the keys come out of the TV as though they're really thrown Whoa. by him, and then you got to go get the car. Why can't they get their car? I don't know. I just the fucking they're too busy eating naan, I guess. <laughs> Joey Kramer's Astro van with no windows. <laughs> Man, that you was get the Joey best Kramer's part of Astro van. You shoot the side door and it opens, and it's him and Steven Tyler just fucking blowing each fucking other, blowing each blowing each other. Sixty nine, like just boom. No, they're doing the side the sideways. They're doing the sideways. Oh 69, wow, like guys do. <laughs> the guys do it that way, so no one get, gets no chokes one gets fucking, or no one dies. Yeah, no one asphyxiates from fucking big wrench in their mouth. So it's fucking, um, you open the door, and it's just like, it's Joey Kramer's sleeveless t-shirt and his cargo shorts pulled down his hairy ass, and then you see Steven Tyler's fucking, like, Long hair man hair fucking, fucking scarves. There's a bunch of scarves <laughs> all over the place. No, it's just a blanket that's wobbling. Damn, wow. Great and they're game. Like, and, and you look at them, and you have to say, There's only one thing to do. You have to shoot them, which is uh, problematic in its own right. Oh, my God. You shoot two men who are making love? I can't think of anything worse. Save ammo, though. (laughs) Because they're in this this position where it could be a through and through. Boom. It's one shot. Well, I can't think of a better way to die than making love. (laughs) That's how I knew we were going to go out. Yeah, Joey Kramer, but Joey Kramer just, you know, because of the way they are, Joey Kramer is shot in the side, and it goes into Steven Tyler's chest. Oh, wow. And he's like, oh, baby, I think this is my swan song. And he's like, hold on, I'm close. Don't don't die <laughs> yet, Steven. Steven, I'm close. Stop talking. Steven, I told you to stop Steven, talking. Steven, all these men, 
all these male voices are killing my heart on. God, this is why I wish I we had a fucking soundboard. Fuck. Oh, wow. All right. So I have a little bit of dark theater there. Dark theater on a Boston accent for Aerosmith. A little dark theater. You like that? I do. Uh, let's do misconnections, but give <laughs> me one do. second. I need to go to the bathroom real bad. And I think okay, I everybody. think I'll be I'll be more plugged in with all of you fine people <laughs> after I do that. <laughs> okay, everybody. Well, Andrew's in the can. Uh, this is uh, something that we usually don't do. But while Andrew's in the can, goddamn, I just want to know what everybody's doing out there. I want to know that you were. Uh, what Andrew doesn't know is that I'm about to release uh, some bonus episodes of some greatest hit stuff, and uh, I think it's going to be a really good idea. And it's going to be really fun. And Andrew doesn't know because you know what he's doing right now. Right. Exactly. And we all love you very much. And you can hear a lot of noise in the background. And that's okay, too. You now uh, sit back and listen to the weepy voice killer. through my headphones through a closed door in another room. No. Why? You don't like the weepy voice killer? I really killer. like the weepy voice killer. It's great. Please I filled in a, uh, a Night Stalker fucking uh, research hole yesterday. That was pretty oh, yeah. wild. Damn. The Night Stalker. Actually, I, that happened because I was watching a documentary about the L.A. riots, which also, woof, man. Uh, yeah, we're then, watching all the stuff that makes people feel really good. Yeah. God damn, L.A. fucking riots! Holy <laughs> shit! Remember that? Remember the one guy who's like, uh, who's like, yeah, yo, yeah, I, I've been here for forty years. He's like yelling at kids in the middle of the street. I don't remember that. No, that was that was not included in this documentary. Okay, it sounds good. Do you remember this other this other pinnacle? This was on all the news outlets. This other pinnacle moment uh, from the L.A. riots. I'm not bullshitting you. You're Let's fucking blowing our asses here. <laughs> okay. All right. It started with her beginning the scene before we even did the fucking dialogue. That's where when you look at the window, and now we're into it. And I'm ready to tear this fucking place apart. Yeah, into Normandy. Fucking now you throwing a, a Marlboro sign through a car window. Yeah. Um, I remember when all the reporters gathered around uh, to hear Rodney King uh, say his speech. And, uh, well, we have it right here. And uh, it was just. Um, it was really one of the most powerful moments, I think. Well, I was in high school, and they showed it. Um, they had all the kids gather in the one room, and they showed it live. And Rodney King uh, it was in front of – they had a lot of microphones, and there was a lot of reporters, and it was a very intense moment because the city was about to blow. And this is what it sounded like. Okay. I heard you. Just relax. <laughs> I'm relaxed. And then I'll relax, and everything will be great. All right, let's just fuck through. 
Let's just fuck the girl. Let's just fuck the girl. And then Rodney King said, let's fuck the girl, man. And then everyone's like, why are we doing all this burning when we could just have sex with each other? Yeah. Uh, respect to the documentary I watched, though, they did not use the can't we all just get along footage. Thank God. I'm saying, it's the worst right? Because that's become a punchline, which is so stupid. It should never be a punchline. Because I, I say that to myself all the time. Yeah. Oh, I have a great story oh, real right. quick. Okay. <laughs> My God. So I say things to myself sometimes just because I think it's funny. And I was walking. <laughs> okay. I was walking. <laughs> I, can already, so I, was, I can tell when it's going to be a thing. All very right. embarrassing. So I was walking out of my, I was, I was walking home from my car because I had to park so fucking far away because I got home right when everyone else was getting home. So I had to park in the park mm-hmm. and I, I, I couldn't stop farting. Okay. And I, I, I said to myself, oh, I got, I can't stop farting. I can't stop farting. I got to said it to myself for no reason out loud. And I looked to my left and there was a woman standing there with a dog. <laughs> looking and her and the dog were both looking at me like what the fuck because <laughs> i had been looking at my phone while i was walking and i didn't see the woman with the dog yeah. and then i said oh i can't stop farting this is a woman walking a dog after dark in albany by the park like that's probably the fucking yeah. the, the least bad thing she heard the entire time she was out there <laughs> I said it like I said it like the weepy voice killer. I was like, I can't stop farting. I can't stop farting. I look up and there she is. So I'm sorry, neighborly woman, but uh, it was true. God, I don't know what I had today, but oh my god. Oh wow. All right. Anyway, good. Anyway, to, can, good to know. Anyway, now that I uh, fucking can't find the fucking video, I was just trying to play. Um, here we go. Hold on a minute. Jesus Christ, did I really play that many videos? Hold on. Winner takes it all. Sammy Hagar. Thank you. Fucking YouTube just keeps jamming me up, man. Ladies and gentlemen, YouTube has come together and decided to create something new. No, wait, that's not it. <laughs> the wrong script. What Hold on. Fuck? Hold on. Wrong script. Okay, all right. Okay. Whew. okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you asked for it. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had a mailbag uh, on our front steps here when we got to one overnight drive plaza begging on their hands and knees for us to get more misconnections into the mix. And goddamn, here we are. It's time to listen to Misconnections. Time to see. Time to feel better about yourself. Holy shit. We're going to start right off. Time to do the damn thing. Time to do that goddamn thing. Here we go. Wish we could find the guy that gave us a rub down. Uh, it has been a while, but you were a younger white guy. Military, I think, and gave us both a great rub down to my house. I hope we can find you again. I mean, Ooh. have you checked a shallow grave in the Kandahar Valley, out of curiosity? <laughs> exactly. This guy's gone off to war. He probably has a purple heart. And all you're, all you're worried about is what he does. It's crazy. This one's called Super Soaker. Hey, I'm looking for a... I'm going to say it like... I'm going to say it in the mode of like... Uh, I'm trying to hit on somebody. Hey, I'm just looking for a lady that has the awesome talent of being able to squirt... I don't know if that's an awesome talent because uh, there was a study that came out that said it's nothing but piss. Is that and right? You're fooling yourself. Yes. Cool. So I've been in a bed full of piss once or twice in my life, and it wasn't mine. So really good. Uh, hey, it's looking for piss. a lady. It's all good. It's just piss. And I wish women would just drop the facade and just say, "Oh my God, I'm pissing. <laughs> oh, I'm pissing." <laughs> Not, oh yeah, oh yeah. Just say, I'm pissing. I am I'm pissing fucking, right now. 
I think it's cooler that a woman lose, like will lose control of her body because you're doing it so good. You're doing it like you're. She's like, I don't know if I can ever do it again because this is the best I've ever felt. So I'm gonna commemorate this occasion by pissing the bed. Also, I'm pissing. Also, I'm letting it run all all down both legs. Hey, I'm looking for a lady who has the awesome talent of being able to squirt. Maybe you want to show it off. Let me know. It's just a lot of these are from. Just let me know. It's like there's some woman sitting there being like, "Wow, I can do this really, uh, what do you say, amazing thing," but I've yeah. no one to show. Huh. I have no one. You know, I have nobody to show off, and night after night, I'm just fucking doing this, yes. and I have nobody to show. Interesting. I do have a webcam, and there's this. Really robust, like network of people who get paid to do exactly this kind of thing from the comfort of their own home. <laughs> but instead, I'd like to look on Craigslist for a fucking creeper outside of a Dairy Queen that uh, <laughs> that wants to see this for free. Oh my god! Let's have to see it out. It should be for free. You know what I mean? Listen, you, know, you got a tip, man. Anyways, so I'm gonna reset the music because this is gonna be a long one. Okay, women. Are you looking for that exciting missing link? Nope. Why a married woman? Because married women are animals when they cheat. Uh, so tell me, do you miss and crave the feeling of being taken by a big hung stud? I am an incredible lover. Oh my god. I'm looking for one. No, I'm not. I'm actually reading out loud uh, my text. Oh, god, that's here. really good. You're um, texting him right now. <laughs> Yeah, I was reading the, the message to my uh, sister, who I just discovered was my sister. Um, oh, my God, right? I was like, I guess we can start this one of two ways. With my sister, who I didn't know who was my sister. I can be like, hey, like, let's hang out, and like, maybe we'll find out all these things we have in common. Or I could say, so tell me, do you miss and crave the feeling of being taken by a big hung stud, sister? And she's like, ooh. <laughs> sister. You should start like, calling uh, all women in your life that in a really intense way. Look at me, no, sister. You know, it's funny because women are like into the daddy thing, right? Like, oh, call me daddy. Or she, they say daddy, like that kind of thing. What if I was like, sister. Oh, sister. That is fucking upsetting. Wow. Yeah, well, definitely do that. Fucking equalizer, right? The, remember that show, The Equalizer? Yeah. That's me. Right. Uh, you think you're a freak because you've got a Fet Life account? No. <laughs> I'm really gonna ready to freak. I'll call you sister all night, sister. Get me a beer, wow. and then take this big wrench. She'd be like, "Wow, you're in some fucked up shit." I mean, I'm like into I'm into BDSM, and the S stands for sister. Jesus. Anyway, fuck <laughs> I'm an fuck. incredible lover. Looking for one naughty, sexy married woman who needs their brains fucked out every once a week or so. I'm very spontaneous. Well, you just planned it. You're not spontaneous. Right. I'm I'm very spontaneous and fun. As long as we planned it out. As long as I set an iCal. <laughs> my name is three actually reminders minimum. My name is actually iCal. Hi, I'm iCal. Uh, seeking a hot, sexually frustrated married or single woman that blows the whole thing. Yeah, what? Is this person just wants to get laid. Uh, that craves the way it feels to be full. I'm not going to say what this person said next because that's very disgusting. Oh, Invo- uh, you should know I live for making my lover come and squirt all over my throbbing dick. I also know how to be very discreet and I'm a master of disguise. What? What? I'm diz to ease free and horny as hell. 
Wait, I can't get past the master I'm of disguise. Saying, thing. I am stuck on this disguise business. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> hey, you know, they bring it all home by saying that's what being lovers is all about. Hot, naughty, passionate right. time together yeah, in we, disguise. We meet in a fucking parking garage and I wear a prosthetic <laughs> nose and a fucking yeah. overcoat. I dress like I dress like fucking Joe Montana. <laughs> it's like not master of disguise. He like, but he it's like all he can afford is like costumes. Right? So he's like dressed like who's like that adult really man up. dressed like a sexy devil? <laughs> he's dressed like sexy Napoleon. <laughs> he's on his knees. He's like, uh oh. He's like, I thought you wanted me to show up in as a disguise. In disguise. Wow. He shows up in a leather vest. He's like, yeah, I'm just I'm a I'm a cowboy. How cool is that? And she's like, not very cool. Not great. Not great. That's not exactly what I was talking about. He, uh, it's funny because later on he says, uh, email me. I'm 5'9". This is a very long one and I'm jumping around. Um, he says, uh, if we have to. I love how he sets up negotiating, like bargaining chips. He's like, it would be ideal for us to meet and have fun at least once a week. A minimum of a couple of hours at the time at a time however if we have to eyes rolling I can also do quickies to satisfy our aching need for each other I am nicely hung with a nice big head Ugh. Ugh. Uh, wait. <clears throat> wait 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 so he's nicely hung and he has a big like a size seven and three-quarter head yeah, like he just like, wear like, like a, a hat yeah he needs to shop at yeah I needs to shop at lids He's got to get a lid. It's like, I can only wear hats from lids because they stretch. Like, these are two separate ideas. He's like, I have nicely hung with a nice big head. Right? This is, you know, normally I don't want to see or interact with the people who post these things. This dude, I really want answers. Yeah, I want some answers. Maybe, I mean, maybe I already clearly, met him. He's a master of disguise. It's true. He is a master of disguise. Um, he, this person really likes to send home... Oh, actually, you know, the end is great. My age, knowledge, and experience. This is, ends like a resume. It ends like a fucking cover letter. Hello, to whom it may concern. Hello, HR professional. Okay, this is this is my cover letter, right? <clears throat> this is the cover letter I sent out before I got this new job. To eight, to who, to the HR professional reading this cover letter. My age, knowledge, and experience combined with my desire to please makes for a powerful and explosive combination. I have had a vasectomy, so no worries on getting pregnant. Thank you for your time, and I hope to hear from yeah, you soon. Looking forward to, to speaking next week. <laughs> looking forward to speaking next week. Wow. Looking forward to seeing where I fit in your organization. Jesus Email me. Christ, this dude yeah. is fucked up. Yeah, I'm too hung up on this, man. I gotta get, I gotta get loose. Right. I gotta shake loose, man. Ugh, God. You know, sometimes we get some really bad ones and they disturb me. Yeah, I, I disturb is the right way to fucking classify that. I like, I feel just upset after that. This one's called um, "Hope You Had Fun in Saratoga." Me too. Don't try so hard, asshole. If it was meant to be, it will just happen. You'll know when it's right. Say hi to the quotes kitten for me. Wow. Who hangs out in Saratoga in the winter? Yeah, right? What is going on? It's weird. <laughs> Dinosaur barbecue. Actually, no, I got to read this. I defer to you, the stewards, of course. Stewards, water for a half moon. Yes. 
Just saw you at Stewart's. You're a slender man with silver hair driving a, driving a yellow Jeep. Mid-crisis, mid-life crisis mobile. Yellow Jeep. Me, a woman in a leather jacket. <laughs> okay. okay. We smiled and talked. What did you tell me I should buy, winky face? Please tell me it's those fucking sketchy off-brand rubbers that they I'm sell at fuck. fucking Stewart's. You no, know, you should really get the uh, the Stewart's brand caramel-filled chocolate. It's uh, it's cheaper than yeah. caramel and it's just as good, if yeah. you ask me. You know, uh, you ever have crumbs along the mohawk? <laughs> Do you ever have uh, cum along the mohawk? Oh, oh, <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, arf, 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 arf. Oh, I love it. You know what? I've never had sex in a yellow Jeep. Wow. That's it. That's all she Yellow said. Jeep. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I'm not coming um, up anymore. I changed my mind. Forget oh it. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. <laughs> Last one. Dinosaur Barbecue Troy. You were smoking outside. <laughs> okay. Abort. Done. Yeah, no, done. Shouldn't. Yeah, done. You were smoking a fucking cigarette. I just became smoking a robocop. <laughs> my dick just fell off. You fucking violated a prank. I have, something, I have something to tell you. Uh, you were smoking outside front door when I got there. We talked. You mentioned your mom. Cool. Very sexy. <sighs> Would like to know more. I know it's a long shot, but uh, worth trying. Hopping, you see this. Wait, is he interested in her or her mom? I don't know. Like, what are you, what are you getting at? When I got there, we talked. You mentioned your mom. This is the, the, we're talking about the Troy uh, City School System, which is not great. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the um, going back to the Discord for a minute to find one more. All right, because goddamn, nope, can't do that one. <laughs> nope, that one makes me barf. You guys are real good uh, with the fucking uh, uh, the misconnections on there. Uh, <laughs> all right, this is a great one. It's called Big with all like every time I make the G sound, it means there's another G. Big breasts. Andrew, you have the biggest, sexiest breasts. I want to prep. Okay, this is the one where I instead of saying you, I'm gonna say Andrew. Okay. Um, Andrew, you have the biggest, sexiest breasts, and you said that you were seeking a mature businessman yeah. for friendship and possibly more. Uh, we lost touch. I want to explore how we can both help each other to get what we want. Andrew, you said your breasts were bigger than double D size. Right. I told you that I have a big breast fetish, and the bigger the better. Your race doesn't matter. I am, a, I am I am SWM in my 50s. I am I am a single white male in my 40s. Hardworking. Just broke up with my girlfriend, uh, Sean Dottie, after five <laughs> years. And I'm kind of lonely. I muss her and her DDs. Andrew, maybe you and I could meet and become friends and see each other occasionally for companionship and maybe more. Please reply with many pictures. What? Wow. We could, we should have lunch or dinner if you want. Or I can bring a bottle of wine to your place. Ugh, sleaze. Cool. I can get us a bottle. Like what's wrong what with your place, get? man? Yeah. How about yeah. How about a bottle a uh, bottle at my place? Oh, you don't have a place. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you live uh you live I'm not even going to say you live with your parents. <laughs> you, I'm I'm going to say you live in a uh in a, sh- a shit shack. I'm going to say he's still with his ex-wife. Ah. Like, wow, what's... 
Dottie. Sure? Yeah, you sure you live alone here? No, he lives with Dottie. It's one of Dottie's roommates. Mm-hmm. God damn. Um, we got a bunch of questions. Let's knock and a few should, out. I should knock a bunch out. <clears throat> okay. God, I can't fucking do this. I'm really having a hard time. Yeah, I know. This is um, uh, this is wild to hear you struggle like this. Nah, it's fine. I'm just going to finish strong. Hands, take us back to high school. Hands, spell the hand. That's that's funny. That's a really it's a good troll. No, hands. That's it. Now it's now it's stuck. Now everyone's going to hands. Do it. Hands and Dottie. Hands, take us back to high school. Who was the saddest teacher around? It wasn't a teacher. It was a guidance counselor. His name was Mister Loke. He drove a Nissan ZX sports car that he could not fit into. Oh no! But he wore driving gloves and a driving hat. And he was a very bad guidance counselor. Yeah, clearly. Uh, I had, well, um, Mr. Frere was my guidance counselor, but he was on vacation, and I had one of my patented meltdowns in high school because I was an undiagnosed bipolar. <laughs> cool, one of right? One patented meltdowns. Yeah, I had one of my patented meltdowns over nothing, right, and threatened to kill myself. Very good. Very good, and it was all in the name of metal, and I used to do this thing where I'd run out of the back of the school and across the field, and then, uh, but I couldn't do it that day, because the doors were locked, and then Mr. Geyer, the art teacher who moved to Florida, and I had tried to add me on Facebook, and it really freaked me Whoa. out. Whoa! Um, yeah, yeah, Mr. Guy. He was the one who told me, even though my parents wanted to pay for it, I couldn't go to France with the rest of the class, because, and he couldn't explain why. Oh, my which was probably because I'm I've come from common stock. I think that's what it was. Um <clears throat> like everyone else from Glens Falls is Little Lord Farmer. I was right? gonna say right. Right. Yeah. Everyone from Glens Falls is fucking <laughs> is fucking uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah, everybody else is very rich and very cool. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I couldn't go to you I couldn't go to France with everybody. They probably no, thought that I, I'd, I'd have one of France my friends with you, it's totally fine. It's fine. They probably thought I'd have one of my patented meltdowns. It's very possible. And you just totally. run out to the French countryside like uh, like yeah. Snoopy in World War One. Oh, it'd be great. And then I'd land in a foxhole with a woman <laughs> who'd be feeding me bullets. We'd have two Springfield, because this is World War One. we'd have two Springfield rifles, and she'd be loading one while I was shooting the other, and she kept we keep handing rifles back and forth because that's the way it's done. Nice. But then mustard gas landed and we only had one gas mask and i said tough shit and i left damn and it's always Patented haunted meltdown me. right and then later uh later in the movie featuring george Prepard called tough shit wow she's like yeah <laughs> he, he leaves linda evangelista in a in a foxhole i've never seen says, this tough no i just made it up oh good all right um <laughs> it's like it's like a really intense fucking role for him it's a great um no, Mr. Loke was a, a portly guy, and he never married or did anything, and everybody would, but the the teachers would, like, talk about him. They would be like, oh, poor Gary, you know, Gary Loke. At least I'm not Gary Loke. Wow, Jesus. Uh, yeah, really Don't weird. ever be like, that really, person. Yeah, like, very, if you very suspect that you're time. that person, change your life. Right, of course. And it was terrible, and it was a very strange time in my life. It was, uh... And I remember a lot of it because I dis- discovered probably, well, I, since doing this podcast, I discovered I have this brutal photographic memory where it's like almost not, like I was telling you stuff this weekend that you definitely didn't Zero remember. Zero recollection. 
was like, oh yeah, I, I showed a picture. I found a, an old photo of uh, me and Goody, and I knew exactly where we were. Like I remember the photo being taken, and you're like, I don't remember any no of this clue at all. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Mr. Loke died, and uh, right before our high school graduation or high school reunion our 20 year high school reunion. And I, one of the main, one of the many reasons why I decided not to go because people posted the obituary and underneath people started making fun of him. Oh yeah. Like, Oh, worst guidance counselor ever. His and I said, Oh, now. Well, yeah, well, I know it's probably, an, it's probably one of those barn finds. You ever watch that on YouTube? Barn find cars. No, you look that up. All barn right, find cars. People will, People go to like New Jersey and be like, oh yeah, my grandfather used to like cars and then we don't know. And they open it up and it's like a 55 or it's like a, you know, it's like an 87 Camaro in perfect condition. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he was saving it for me and then he died and then nobody knew what to do with it. So, but they never told me that I had a car coming. It's weird. Wow. Yeah. All these things happen. All right. Awesome. I'll go check that shit out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> God. This one. Uh, did anyone else watch episode 200 and think that's exactly what Hans looked like when I picture him in my head? But who is this other man claiming to be Andrew? I did not feel that. No. What the fuck does that mean? I, I don't know. I, apparently I'm very handsome is what I'm taking no, from that. No. Yes. They expected you to be far less handsome and they fucking knew that I looked like a fucking burlap sack <laughs> with a with a Carhartt hat on. God. Awful. In that. I look fucking awful in that shit. It's awful. Yeah, there was but. there was a, a point where we were doing green screen this weekend where uh, we both had a reckoning. <laughs> we were both like, like let's move the camera like up a little. Straight hell on this couch here. Yeah, we we're like, hey, let's move the camera up a little bit. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're just this winter, and by the summer time the summer comes, you're gonna think we both look like Darren McBee. <laughs> it's fine. Um, do either of you have any, I'm sorry, I'm monopolizing this. No, nah, do, do um, your thing. I, I'm, I'm looking at this list and I'm like, oh, there's a lot. And I'm like, my brain's shutting down. I don't know uh, what, I can't focus no. on anything. So, uh, just go ahead and take the reins. No, there's one that's directed towards you that you should definitely address. Uh, but, uh, before that, I'll read this one. Um, do either of you have any juicy stories about mortician mall caps or any other goofy ass New York death metal bands from the late nineties? Uh, the only one that I will uh, talk about is a band called Everdark. And uh, they're from Albany. And they tried to play black metal and death metal mixed together. It was like black metal with death metal vocals. Oh, God. Which is not very good. But they have, they were the first band I had ever seen to have long sleeve printed t shirts, like printed in the sleeve, like long. Like it said Everdark in big letters on the side. And I said, that's weird. Oh, I don't remember like, them at all. That's wild. Yeah. They were like uh, Colony Core. But they, well, I remember one time I was into them. But I, so I listened to their uh, interview on 88.3, The Saint, Siena College's yes. uh, college radio, which for a very short amount of time, <clears throat> much like uh, if you live in New Jersey, you'd listen to like the Rutgers or Princeton station and you'd be like, oh, finally, I can hear REM in peace. Like I kind of think it wasn't like <laughs> There's that. There's a world out there. There's a world out there. College radio saved my life. Well, this is a kind of wasn't like that. But at night they play hardcore music because they had like a couple goons going to school there on a ride. And um, this guy interviewed Everdark and they said, so how would you describe your music to someone who's never heard it before? Like a, like a terrible question. And it warranted a terrible answer. The dude said, I like to think of it as uh, Everdark music. And then uh, the other guys agreed, oh. like really hardcore agreed. 
And um, Scott Seguin, a.k.a. the Border Boss, will probably back me up on this, but we sometimes go down a deep dive of all these terrible Saratoga winners, like local bands that um, no one knew about <laughs> because they were so bad and that they had a, a, a kind of like a 30-person crowd that just would make them feel good enough that they didn't ever have to promote their shit. Wow. What a, Which it's is so what happens with a, this entire world that didn't even know it existed. That's exactly what happens with bands now. It's like, I'm going to con 60 people into liking us, and then we never have to promote. We'll just, it'll just keep coming, and it'll be great. Huh. All right. The next one is uh, directed toward you. Which one are you looking at here? Uh, the one that begins with, what's up with? Uh, oh, fuck. Six. Okay, all right. Hold on. I got I to gotta get my fucking props out for this one. Yep. All Trooper right. Toys. <laughs> What's up with Andrew's slow slide towards being a gun guy? One of the last episodes, he was talking about doing a workout in his apartment that included shooting a target. That seems wild ass. Do you have an airsoft as well as a real gun? Did I miss something in that episode? Anyway, last bunch of episodes have been great. I'll follow you guys on whatever weird middle-aged white guy stuff you got you get into as time mm. goes on. Also, when I say weird middle-aged white guy stuff, I'm not even throwing shade. I'm pretty much a middle-aged white guy. Getting interested in guns is cool. Heck, going long and deep on any new interest is a way to do it. Most of the middle-aged white dudes I know are getting into new things, mostly into sharing racist memes. So anything is better than that. Um, I mean, I share a lot of racist memes. It's great. Um, Yeah, Pepe. No, I don't know. (laughs) I just share a ton of Pepe memes. It's uh, Pepe holding a gun. Um, I, so, no, I've, I've been, I guess I've been a gun guy for a minute now, so, uh, I, I think the transition, uh, happened earlier than maybe, uh, maybe it was before your time with Overnight Drive, I don't know. Yeah, but, it's been a while. Uh, no, I, I like guns, I think they're neat and fun, I think, uh, I think everyone should have access to them, and I think, uh, people shouldn't be scared of them. It's, uh, it's not the end of the world, shit's okay. Right. Um, that? Uh, no, I don't have an airsoft gun. I just have real legitimate guns. pistols. Though I do want to get the uh they sell something called the cert, which is a uh it's like a replica Glock. Breath mint. That's a it's a certs. It's a replica Glock that when you aim it and you just touch the trigger, it uh it sends out a uh a consistent laser. And then when you pull the trigger, it sends out another momentary laser so you can see you know, if you're like pulling your shot or you're uh, you're moving at the last second, looks cool as fuck. So I'd like to buy sure. one. Sure. Well, I think uh, everyone out there, just you know, you don't have to buy a gun. Just go to a range and shoot one. It's like it's like knowing how to jump a car. You know, like just know how to right. do it. That's it. It's just something fun and different to do. It's not like you go fucking like you're fucking aiming at the kids and shit. Jesus. Yeah, and I mean, I Fine. I got. I got a lot of weird gun guy fucking things that I go off on, and I got a lot of shit that gun guys go off on that I am just, like, not not chilling with, so I don't know. I don't make anyone happy. But when the bombs fall... When the bombs I'm fall, to, you know, like, yeah, you know, you know where to be find ready. me. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and yeah. roll. Exactly. Oh, watching, uh, watching the Korean shopkeepers in the L.A. riots in that documentary, it was just like... Right? Yo, like, it's it's... Like it or hate it, doesn't fucking call it whatever you want. Shit will just pop off sometimes in your life, man. That's it's just, it's just bottom line. It's really, there's no reason yeah. that tomorrow is going to be the exact same as fucking yesterday was. So, I'll just be ready to jump a car, be ready to fucking like have to load a gun because God forbid you need to. Just fucking know how to do it. Precisely. 
That's that. Shit. That's really the LA riots happened for a reason, but they did pop off uh, pretty spontaneously. Oh, like mad quick. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, like watching it, like the cops are taken completely by surprise, and uh, the governor. Um, like, oh no, the uh, uh, Daryl Gates said that they didn't need National Guard help. Oh yeah, Daryl Gates bounced. <laughs> yeah, like... and then he no, he went to a fundraising dinner, and people were kept running in the room like, "Hey, the city's on fire!" And he's like, "Fuck it!" Yeah, really, really <laughs> wild. I mean, and then they're like, "Hey, the National Guard is like on the on the fucking one hundred and one, like waiting to come in." Like, and then like the governor had to find a governor uh, Wilson had to finally take over and be like, "Look, this doesn't look good." <laughs> The uh, the whole point of that movie was to show that they didn't happen quickly and there was like simmering tensions and it went through like all of these fucking really foul right. things that happened beforehand. Yo, I get that, but like, we got to call it what it is. That shit popped off quick. Do you want to hear uh, what Daryl Gates sounded like at the press conference? Oh, yeah. I, I watched it last night, but I think our listeners probably do. Awesome. A few stories I want to bring up. Anyway. That's um, him. <laughs> One of them has to do with a singer. One has to do with sports. This is and one of my another favorite thing things was, ever. And another thing is something I had found out about when I was working yesterday. Um, for for one to start off with, R. Kelly, the singer, has posted bail. Did you not expect him to? Like, no, I'm going to hang out in here he for a while. Char- and he was facing 10 different accounts of child molestation Just charges. Wait for it. Because he has a history of fucking underage girls. <laughs> now, the thing is, is that he's a great singer. Listen. He's got great songs. But how... But how but how but how long is it is it gonna take for him to basically like when it comes to fucking underage girls he's been he's had a history of fucking underage girls back in the 90s because there was rumors there was rumors going around back in the 90s that he was fucking the singer leo when she was like 15 and he was 27 at the time now i don't know if that was true but that was one of the rumors but like i said he's had history of fucking girls that were under 18 for years working at the fucking gossip Um, desk now the other one is the bas- is, is for basketball. It was Robin Lopez, and um, Robin Lopez had made a three yesterday. And even though he's not a consistent three point shooter, but he had made a three against Milwaukee Bucks yesterday, and, the, and that three pointer that he made yesterday was the Wait, tenth of his ignore career. the sports stuff. The, the gold and, um, is coming. He's got a long Trust way to me. go to catch up with his brother Brooke, who's a three point shooter, who's more consistent on the three now than than Robin. Oh my god! Now the other thing was is that somebody had told me about this yesterday at work, and I didn't realize it. Um. That each state has a consenting age for sex. Um, some states at 16, some at 17. I thought for Indiana that you had to be at least 17 or 18 to consent to sex. I found out from somebody at work that the consenting age for Indiana is 16. Um, so um, that was pretty shocking when I found that out because I try not to fuck anybody under under 18 uh, because for one, uh, they don't have what they call that brain development yet uh, for how, how sex really is. <laughs> So I really don't like the idea of fucking somebody under 18 okay. because of that alone. But, um... Ryan. Oh, I also Why? want to bring this up, though, too, because I noticed it yesterday. Oh, no. Um, I have this app on my phone called 2B TV. Um, it's like a, it's a free movie app. That's fucking evidence that God has a sense of humor. Right? Ryan Van Wick's getting laid. <laughs> I, like, Jesus Christ. I mean, maybe he fucking. I I don't know if I've ever been to Indiana. If I have, I didn't spend much time there. Maybe <laughs> he been fucking through. kills it. Who knows? I would fucking love this. Remember when we went out for the night and he's like slaying it. I was like, oh, Ryan's here. Oh, how do I look? It's like the thing. It's like fucking tall, dark, and handsome shit. She's like, my boobs aren't even. Yeah. Out. He could wow. be. He could be the fucking Cassie. He might never be in the same house twice when he does those videos. My he might God. always be in some other woman's house. 
And she's sleeping. Some other nuzzled Midwestern up. McMansion that she can't really afford and is always stressed My out God. about. She's asleep with a big smile on her face because she just had a night of fun sex mm-hmm. with Ryan Van Wick. Damn. But fun sex. Turns out she's 16. Oh, my. Hey, it's legal in Indiana. Thank God. Uh, uh. I also love how he talks about uh, how R. Kelly has so many great songs. Like, I'm trying to picture a world where Ryan Van Wick's <laughs> just sitting around listening to Snake and Fiesta on repeat. You know, like, really getting into it. I can say... Yeah, I could say, honestly, I don't... You could play any song and tell me it's R. Kelly, and I believe you. I have, like, no idea. Yeah. I can't take credit for that joke. That was Jason Steves from uh, the Friend Zone who said that joke, and I... Uh, well done. I thought it was great. Well, well done. Well done. I think Stives or Steves, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but he's the man. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, as far as questions go... Mm, there's there's only... a lot in there, but I am... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying we call it. I'm saying we pull it, okay. and we can do some more of these this weekend. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. Maybe with some special guests... Okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe my mom maybe. will come. Who knows? Uh, I think I'm one person who might come on. Oh, that's true. All right. It's true. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell fucking yeah. All right. What do you got to plug? Anyway, I need to plug uh, the passing of Mark Hollis, who is an important person to me. Talk Talk is a great band, and Mark Hollis was a good songwriter. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, see you later. He lived till 64. That's pretty long uh, for a musician. Uh, RedRockCoffee.com, uh, coffee to your door every two weeks, subscription service, the best subscription service out there. You need to, you're a fool not to think that coffee could be any easier to get. God, I blew it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. No, um, RedRockCoffee.com subscription service. Uh, a batch of coffee to your door every two weeks. The bag is cool. It comes in a cute little box, and it's a different blend every time. Um, get out so there and get some. Let's get out there and get some, goddammit. A uh, special plug for uh, if you like thrifting, but you don't like going to thrift stores. Our girl Jessie has you covered. Go to Older Ghosts on Instagram. That's Older Ghosts on Instagram. She's got all those hot flavors for you, and you don't have to deal with crying kids or stinky fucking rooms or a person at the fucking register with a needle in her arm or any of that shit. (laughs) You just fucking just set it and forget it. You can find those mom jeans. You can find those fucking Metallica hoodie, whatever. Godsmack shirt. Um, And uh, she's really cool. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. All right. Well, what is this? 211. Uh, this is, oh, God, a hundred episodes we'll be doing our retrospective on 311. Oh, my God. Remember we, remember we talked about RoboCop having no dick? Wow. Wild. And here we are on a, laying on a marble floor. We should double back to things that are so far in the past that most people don't remember them. <laughs> Oh, God. Like, we'll double back ready. to Justin Kiss fixing your guitar. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> I can't, oh, we can't make my fucking phone work. They caught me to my surprise. I'm supposed to have this stuff ready. It's all good. It's all good. All right. We'll be back with 212 <laughs> uh, and maybe some Patreon content shortly. Um, oh, yeah. Should we do a, a Patreon live stream this weekend, maybe? Or is that are, 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 we, are we doing too much at that point? No. 
We never do. Never too much. We could definitely right. do a, a live stream. Possible Patreon live stream Friday or Saturday. Uh, look out for the post on it, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Keep it real. All right. Be good. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.